Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To love. <laughs> it's reality, yes. Let's love. Poodle, how many times have you been laying in a bed with a gentleman and he said, You know, you're like a tiger in bed? Um, But a a poodle at dinner. Lots, because then I go and rip his throat out. (laughs) (laughs) And he bleeds out. And I'm like, (laughs) gross. And there's just blood dripping all over my mouth. Hey, you asked. Yeah, I did. That is my fault. (laughs) Y'all, this is reality gays. Before the 90 days, we're talking. It's like a praying mantis. Oh, no. You gotta fuck them, then rip off their head. I opened Poodle's (laughs) box, and that's a lot bigger than Pandora's. (laughs) And it's got a lot more crazy shit in it. A lot more crazy shit. Poodle's box. Poodle's box. People are like, (laughs) oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) They're just like, it's flying out. Why is there a pup mask in there? What? Oh, goodness. Shut the lid. Shut the lid. Y'all, this is reality gays. I'm Maddie, and that's Poodle. Oh, I'm pointed like everybody's watching. I Not everybody's watching. <laughs> Some of you are because you're on an intimate portrait. Hello. You're sitting right here in between us. <laughs> gunk, gunk. Um, you're just sitting Your hair's right big here. today. Your hair's big today. Y'all, we're back Ow. in Los Angeles. It is gorgeous outside. It's a little it, dry. It almost feels better outside than in your apartment. No, it doesn't. No, have you been out? Yeah. It feels beautiful. It's too windy. I've got the windows open. It's breezy. It feels good. You get I like to breeze. regulate my environment. That's the truth. <laughs> That's the truth. We're, we're, freshly, we're freshly back from Portland and Seattle. We are. 
NPR. Someone sent me a message and said, I didn't get to connect with you as much at the Seattle show because I was a little drunk and they were talking to you. Yeah, no shit. And they said, uh, yeah, Seattle got drunk. And they said, I think I put my hand in the small of Poodle's back when you, I took a picture. You did. <laughs> and, and I said, Poodle doesn't have a problem with that. No, but a lot of people do that. And at one point, a woman just started rubbing my back in a circular oh. motion. I don't think that's cute. <laughs> Get away from me. I love you, poots. (laughs) Someone did kind of almost put their hand on my butt. It was a guy, and I kind of was like, almost, I almost wanted to get on my tiptoes so he'd go lower. Um, Portland was kidding. Portland was really fun. Seattle's show was a trade fest. It was a. Just men in there was, the, the show, in the there front were a of the lot show, a lot of, lot of, lot of hot-looking trade there. there. Was I sat a lot on of, one of them's lap. You did. There were a lot of cute men at that show. And beautiful and women. And beautiful women. Because I want to do a everywhere. lot of their makeup. I could tell. That's how I know, y'all. That's how I know. We had a really good time. We did have a good time. We've got other live shows coming up. Y'all go to the Reality Gaze or the Linktree link. Um, we're going to – we have – uh, Boston, Philly, D.C., Atlanta sold out, but um, and Nashville, in Nashville, so there's another one. Boston, Boston, Philly, D.C., D.C., Atlanta, Nashville. Yeah, that yeah. was five. Yeah, and then we will be announcing probably after that Nashville show. Might wait a week, and then we're going to announce some more dates. Some more in dates. the summer. Tejas, we coming to you. And I mentioned this before. Although I still have people screaming at me from the frozen north to Minneapolis, we will be coming to you. We will be coming. So, can we? Um, when and we go, Denver, I believe. Can we go? When we go to Texas, can we go to San Antonio and meet the cast of Pig Royalty? I don't think we're going to San Antonio. We're not. Why do you mention that? I would love to, though. I'd love to meet the Reigns because it's coming back, y'all. March sixteenth, Pig oh, Royalty. Oh, that was a nice segue. Well, no, I just even though it was nice. erroneous. No, I do. I want to remember they said if y'all ever do a show, uh, I think they said if you do a show in it's not on the Texas Houston or Austin. It's not. It's not not on the Texas. Austin is. Yeah. Houston. I I hate jumping around this. Sorry. Anyway, y'all, we don't know, (laughs) but we do know that Pig Royalty is coming back on March sixteenth. The last episode. So this episode, these videos were. Um, 90 days airing on Tuesday and Wednesday of this week because we had a live show. So, um, y'all, on Tuesday, if you're listening to this first show, you're, it's a Tuesday, and the pig, the last episode of Pig Royalty dropped on Animal Planet. It airs tonight. So you can watch that or you can watch it all on Discovery Plus, but our last episode of Pig Royalty that we did on season one is dropping on the free feed tonight too. And so that's going to be happening. But then on Wednesday, March 16th, it's going to, we didn't, I forgot about that. We got Pig Royalty coming up this week. Oh, now is it going to drop all on Discovery Plus like it did last time? Doubtful. I think we're going to have the first two episodes. We don't know how it is. Like we did. Y'all, we're, we're the last to know and uh, and rarely the first to find out. <laughs> rarely the first to find out. Because didn't it, the whole season drop last time, right? No. Oh, it didn't. Two episodes at first, then oh, episode each week. Oh, it did. Okay. Well, who knows, though? We had this discussion Don't remember. Uh, about four days ago. Don't remember. And I said this, and you said almost the exact same thing. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Y'all. And then you had a lobotomy somehow. <laughs> I just go through life happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, fine by me. You know, that's pretty close. Fine that's pretty, by pretty me. close to you. But, y'all, we're going to say this again. <clears throat> I don't if, know if lobotomy is a, pre, is a happy, perpetually happy state. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Y'all. <laughs> no, it's not. P- 
Pig Royalty is really one of our favorite shows. So if you're not watching it, the best, Jerry, the best. Watch. And y'all, we're sorry because our voices are tired. Everything we're cough dropping it today. So pe- people with uh, misophonia or whatever it's called. I'm sorry, we're doing our best. Put on your uh, headphones and your self-soothers, whatever you need. Whatever you need to do. Put your hands in clay while you listen. <laughs> I get it, but we're all doing our best. It's And also, we had out, my allergies kind of kicked in with the with the cherry blossoms. We just blooming. really need to remove everything. There were beautiful cherry blossoms yeah. in Portland. It was gorgeous. Okay, and what's the next announcement, Pooh? We get anything else? Our charity this month, the Sissy Squad, this is, is very Global important to Fund us. for Children. Global it's, Fund it's for Children. It's working with... Kids and even other charity, kids charities and other charities on the ground in Ukraine. Where mm-hmm. if you follow the news at all, it's never, it's not getting better. It's getting um, worse. It's getting worse. It's horrible. And, it's horrible. Um, so uh, spare, spare. If you've got anything to spare, spare something for the children and other charities. We have vetted these charities. Uh, they're working there, but the Global Fund for Children is working with. Uh, Ukrainian charities on the ground that they have vetted as well. I think we've raised over thirty five hundred dollars yes, so far. So We'd like to raise five thousand. Yes, that's our goal at least. So, y'all, if you could donate to that, we and would love if it. you're like me, you felt, and everyone in America, you feel very helpless right yeah. now. Yeah, you can't do anything. There's been a lot of uh, kind of sketchy charities reported it on the ground in you in the Ukraine or in <clears> Ukraine, <throat> not in the Ukraine. Um, so, uh, but we, we vetted through this. We went through Charity Finder. It's in and, the Facebook yeah. group. So it's there you go. Um, or you can go on Etsy or buy something or and get it later. Airbnb, or Airbnb. Rent an Airbnb, but don't go. Don't, don't go. Don't go. Don't go. Don't go to Ukraine right now. It'd be like, <laughs> don't be, don't be an Ella who thinks it's fine for Johnny to travel in July of 2021. COVID! When I said, so you want me to wait for seven months, and then I added up, wait a minute, so you want, he wants to come in February 2022, so that would be, are you kidding me? She needs to learn to be a salt wife. It's literally when she the She needs pants, to learn to wait true. for her husband. Wait on that, on the lighthouse. She does, because I, I was, will wait for you, Ephraim. Oh, 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 oh. The bride hitting the time <laughs> where the land goes down. The sea finds love. And, and she found drowns. herself in the bosom of the sea. <laughs> yes. All, all, all uh, folk songs of the British Isles yeah. always end with a woman killing themselves. Oh, in the brine. <laughs> and then the river held her in the bosom. The bosom. She and then herself. she <laughs> I like that sea voice. I think that's going to come back. I actually anyway, don't hate that one, which she's is rare. ridiculous. Anyway. Uh, I did not. I found a new level of grossness for her this episode. She's, she's given us quite the tour. Yeah, quite the of, tour. Of, of gross, grossness. I'm going to um, need a mom and Ella segment real soon. Oh, her mother? Yeah, just so we can do it again. That's it. Also, y'all, the Bicurious for uh, this, uh, for March, is live. Uh, the, your three choices, this is for our, on our $5 level of the Patreon, your three choices oh. where for whatever we choose, it'll be live once we get tonight. Oh, but thank okay. you I was, for looking. I was going to go see who voted. Not yet. Okay, never mind. This is Tuesday. Pork, I grabbed my phone. Yeah, it kind of ruined everything because I was thinking when it was going to... 
<laughs> What's up now? They can vote. They can vote. What I was saying is that Tuesday, tonight, <laughs> yes. you will be able to see the Bicurious up. And that is the, the deadline is Friday to vote. Yes. Um, uh, have all your votes. We are having choose between the Jane Austen Regency era uh, courtship, courtship on NBC, the um, Below Deck Down Under, Down Under. Um, on Peacock, and our first true crime offering, Worst Roommate, roommate ever. ever. Or as I like to call, The Wrong Neighbor, <laughs> which a sissy told us. There's already a show on ID channel. Or Hate Thy Neighbor or something like that. That show that's about neighbors who kill people. Oh, well. Oh, well. Y'all, there's no new ideas there's anymore. There's no new ideas anymore. There's but, not. You, one time Mother Poodle Pig once said. was. Once Mother Poodle once said to me, y'all think we know nothing about sex. Trust me. We did everything. And all I think is that I don't. I, I guarantee you, Mother Poodle, I've done crazier shit than you. <laughs> she did smoke a lot of pot. You think she only smoked a little bit of weed? Oh, I thought you said that she was more of a hippie. No, a little bit. Just a little I bit. doubt she was wearing a pup mask, and the and another guy was wearing a spider costume. You should smoke some weed with her the next time you go home. No, why? Be a good no. story. No, <laughs> she would never do that. Any, never do that now. Oh, okay. Yeah. All the way. Anything else? Any other? You wrote down the announcements. I didn't. Oh, we're doing season five of Night Day Fiance as our class list. Oh, it's good for it's Patreon. Good. Um, we had lots of reaction. We were talking about Evelyn and David at the... We hate and them. And one, one, one woman just went, Hater! Yeah, she just, just screamed out, Hater! <laughs> we don't like them, but we do like to watch them. It's like, Madam, do you have a microphone? Evelyn is... Ooh, ooh I can't wait to see where she is yeah, now. There's Molly and Louise, uh, uh, Josh and Ika... Josh and Ica and his uh, Nicole, hot, judgy friend Joe. Nicole. Nicole and Azen. Nicole and Azen doing his best. Y'all, they're running structure around. Structure employee. Azen is really pissed that she's putting that baby in a in a, a halter. To- not a halt, but a leash. Um, a leash walking around Marrakesh. Um, and I think there's 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 more, too. But there's more, too. We just cares. can't remember them. Then let's anyway, do the show. Let's, this but we're is having called fun. There's, there's a- No Fear... There's no fear in love, brother poodle. There's, there's no, no There's fear. no fear in love. Fear in love. Doesn't it feel like he's just inventing commandments? Yes. Or inventing Bible verses? Yes. 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 We're going to get to that. Yes. Not this episode. Didn't gonna know be on our I next could dislike episode. him more. Um, New level. He the same you felt for Ella. I felt the same for Ben. I was like, oh. no, the I wanted to shake my TV. He's off the at wall. he's at a, he's at the same level, but it couldn't it couldn't go worse than an eleven for me because I I've, I've been triggered by him from that's the first true. Episode. That's true. That's um, true. Now I'm kind of almost numb to it. Now I'm just now starting to feel it. Now I'm fascinated by like I said on the the live show. That storyline is the masterpiece of this season. It really is. It has changed. Turned everything every around. Every episode. Turn around. It, it really is the Guernica. 
You, you don't expect you, You're like Every time you look at it Something else is new It's true <laughs> Or like Hieronymus Bosch painting You're like Is someone eating Someone's head Oh my god Someone in that other one Is setting someone on fire Every <laughs> Only four people Knew what that reference <laughs> Pretentious reference was No people know Bosch paintings You don't, you don't Have you ever seen those, those It looks like Almost a Where's Waldo And like He'll do paintings of hell And it's like all these things you see, all these awful things that are happening. No, I haven't seen this art. That sounds terrible. I don't want this hanging up in my kitchen. <laughs> no, no one, ha- no one hangs up a Hermanus Bosch print. <laughs> maybe if you're like in a, maybe if it's like a really freaky house. Maybe you can Google Bosch. B-O-S-C-H. It'd be like remember when you would go like to. I remember when I was in grad school because my the. The psychology degree I got, there was a specialization like an LGBTQ psychology. So I did that. But there were people that were, and I know you've done it just from academics, or that are gay academics that you go to their house and they just have paintings of penises, penises and everywhere. Or penis, penises or, or, or an actual labia sculpture. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Women don't do this much. I feel like the gay men have just. You've, you've never ne- been in a lesbian house like that then. Well, you were in several book clubs of yes. just lesbians, yeah. but there. Uh, but no, I do know one lesbian who did have like labia sculptures yep. and things like that. But very big. I'm into dick, but I don't want a painting. I don't want a house just with naked men all over my. That's for special time. It's a certain artistic license that I don't want. It's very Birdcage. Remember when they were yes, all? Yes, I get yeah. it. I get why it needs to be there, but. I think for not a lot for of me. people it was a, a way of activism. I think so too. Um, but I just don't it's want not for me. I just don't want you know the cable man coming over and fixing my TV and there's just a giant erect oh, drawing I, of a dick. I don't care about that. I'm just thinking. I want I want my art to have some uh, kind of meaning. Couple couple different meanings. Yeah, I get it. You know, All not right. just dick. <laughs> Ba-dum. Um, let's jump into this with Memphis. Is that who we're doing? I don't Hamza. remember the order. I already forgot. So, um, y'all, this is episode thirteen. We we this is now confirmed. We only have two more episodes. Oh, it is confirmed. It is confirmed. Where'd you hear that? I didn't know. I- no, there. That's it's official. The that the, they've announced. Oh, because the, they've announced. They've announced Night at Beyonce. Yeah, that's have we true. done a live show? Or we we done? No, this is a we new haven't one. talked about that, y'all. The Night at Beyonce trailer is out. It looks good. All new people. No. Oh wait, no. There's one person. Um. um uh. Arian Benyam. Arian Benyam. But other than that, all new. That's a shocker. They, I it, thought we might see Memphis and Hamza. I thought we might see Gino and Jasmine. I'm nope. shocked we don't see Amber and Daniel. I'm well, I, well, and we saw that Amber and Daniel they did get married. I think we saw yeah. on Instagram. I'm shocked we don't see Amber and Daniel. Daniel, I would really have rooted for them. Me I think too. They would have, I would have loved them. I'm a little. I'm a little shocked we didn't see any of the Caribbean love couples. Um, I am too. Yeah. Like, come on. What's his name? Moved over from well, um, the island. To Seattle with uh, Victor and um, uh, Ellie. And why Didn't not Victor them. and Ellie? I, remember, though, not everyone likes being on the show. <laughs> we learned that from our Kyle and Noon interview. Yeah. Which, Ooh, by the idea. way, y'all, um, Kyle, they did not love being on the show. Kyle and Noon, we're going to put the uh, – we're editing some clips up, but we have a pretty good video that Sissy Robin took. She was in the audience. So um, uh, 
Christina is just fixing the audio because she's immersion. You will, immersion. you will hear the, you will, you will hear, you will hear the entire audio on the podcast. It's already, if, yeah, if I've already heard to, it. If you want to see it, if you the want video. to see the interview yes. of us, the, and it's gonna be on me, Patreon. See me at one point looking at at uh, at at uh, at Kyle. Kyle and just going. And getting lost yeah. in his eyes. You should have done it that way because they couldn't have seen because it. Because I was you doing just... direction. Fine. I know, I know, but the camera couldn't have seen it. Yeah, it was like that. It was just like that. It's kind of like nickel. It kind of was. Like your brain started to think too much and it got too heavy. Wow. He like, he went in at the end of the night. He went in for a hug with me and hugged me really long. He did me too, but you won't acknowledge that. I don't think you were there. <laughs> Anyway, y'all. I actually didn't acknowledge you until <laughs> after the, you the whole time they were there. Your, your brain space is filled up. <laughs> y'all. I, Are I, you there even you, at the show? You, I think you didn't even ask Noon a question once. I did. That's not true. I did. I asked her about being a snowboarder. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, that's going to be up on our Patreon sometime this week. So just be on the lookout for that. We'll drop it but, on a surprise. But what I was going to say is the new trailer, the Night of Fiance, is dropping, I want to say, Easter. Because or the new episode, the show, the, the, the trailer is out. The yeah, premiere is good. on Easter, because ain't nothing like celebrating the resurrection of Jesus with with a uh, trash TV show. <laughs> Y'all, Ari's sister or Benny's sisters? I don't know if they go back to visit or if they're leaving, but they're throwing wine. Oh, I wish face. I could have been there to watch, witness it in oh. person. She's like. Benny's coming over. The new couples. There's. It looks like there's a meathead from Texas. There is. Yeah. Very bro guy. So there's um, a lot of people of color on this season. Yes, which I I was. It was just like that. I don't. Ninety Day has never been that diverse before, which is great. So it's great. So, um, and it's it looks messy. It already does. It does look messy. Yeah. Let's hope they vetted people a little bit more than this. Season. No, doubtful. Wow, doubtful. Well, remember though, before the ninety is the messiest because. They're already in the beginning stages. It is the beginning. So I will say, going back to this, I think Hamza is my favorite person on this season. Yes, me too. Hamza, I, Hamza and, his and Johnny, Johnny. I my yeah. heart breaks for Johnny. I love. Johnny. I think I think both Hamza and Johnny, are the, their worst qualities is they are both very naive. Um. Yeah. So yeah, and too giving. I mean, have you ever been sobbing and then some guy offered to put a diamond ring on your finger? Don't answer that. <laughs> Let's just keep talking about this couple. <laughs> um. So, Mamza, Mamza is brushing. Does he have a bald spot? Hair. Is she trying to cover his I don't bald know. spot? But she is. Y'all, he his is. Hair. He is a little boy. He is a little boy. She, is. Memphis is going to have to raise another child. She is. She is. She um. Is. Now, and Memphis is over there having a lovely breakfast catered by Hostess. There, it just yeah. looks like donuts. I was surprised. Their their breakfast. I was expecting like something that looked Tunisian. No, just it's just donuts. Well, and... a lot of a lot of places in the world, it's a lot of pastries. You'll have pastries, simple sugar. She was drinking do. that whole glass of orange juice, and all I kept thinking reflux. Is, I, I would have reflux. <laughs> I would have reflux. Haven't and, had orange juice in years. Years. So anyway, y'all, they are so they're getting married in two days. She's like, I'm getting married to Hamza in two days. And they sit down at the table, and Hamza said, "Well, my mother would like to go speak to you to the translator." She's and, of course scared shitless and because Memphis, like, oh, okay. she hasn't spent any time one on one with his mom. And Hayat is that what you're saying? Hayat Hamadi. Oh, that's her name. No, her name. Oh, I thought that's a translator. 
Hamadi is the translator. Hamadi Hayet's his mom's name, yes. right? She's. I love that she said. I have a lot of things to say to you later. I can't wait to come talk to you. And Mrs. Smith goes, ooh. <laughs> and so, okay. <laughs> I can't wait to say lots to you. Memphis does have a very expert, like she, we, she goes, she is not a good poker face. You know what she's thinking. So um, they go meet with y'all. It's Hamadi. The translator's like, hello. Hello. Welcome down. Rem- sit down, please. He reminds me of like a Tunisian Wayne Newton. Yeah. With his hair. He looks like he could be in Vegas. Or He's he a big like, personality. He looks like he could be a Vegas translator. Let us share all the things that we need to say to one another. <laughs> You That's go true. first. Now That's true. Momza basically says, here's the long and the short of it, y'all. I'm scared her ex will create a problem for my son. Because yep. that seems to be the issue because he's upset about the ex being in their life. And mm-hmm. she's like, you don't understand. My ex is a good guy. He only cares about how he treats my children. How Hamza treats the children. Yeah. And he's and she says he's okay. He that I'm moving on, and so and then she finally just says, "So I need to know." Hamza's mentioned this a little bit, but I need to know what happened to you when you were younger. Which to me tells me what made me wonder. They does, don't know this person. Does Hamza not know what happened to her when she was younger? I think he. Well, there's a. Obviously, there's a language barrier. And so that, but to me, I think why wouldn't he have told her? Because I think I think it's I think it, I think it's twofold. I think she has been cagey about it because she doesn't want to talk about it. Yes, yeah. And also, she's afraid if she shares too much, uh, she's going to be considered unlovable. And yes, because she's when she's you have kind of all like that trauma, you don't want to be broken, quote unquote, damaged goods yeah. to people. Especially culture, she doesn't yeah. know what. This what a Tunisian culture. Like, right. We all know that the the definition of divorce and what divorce is looked at is yeah. very different in this country. And so this is interesting, though. She says uh, she says, well, I have to tell you, my mother and I, we were homeless. We did not know that before. If I they believe. did, I forgot it. We knew that she um, went to foster homes and she said her, mom her mother was an addict did, was. Yes. But we didn't know that she'd been homeless. Um, and she said, I've been through a lot of stuff, a lot of. She, y'all, it doesn't matter if Memphis is a trauma, if Memphis is with a, with a translator or not. Trauma. Yeah. And I know, I know, I, I know, I, I might do that too, but it is ridiculous to watch her consistently do that. To speak to things loud, yes. loud and slow. <laughs> I know, I've done it too. But yeah, it's not, it's, it's and, they don't know what it is. And means. I will say, when someone hits you with this, mom is kind of like, that's a lot. I felt like there – what I thought – this conversation was very moving to me, actually. Yeah. And it was moving to me because it was two people, two people that have been broken by trauma in their life. And they're, we, come to, we come to relationships, whether it's love or even friend, we bring our trauma into that. Yeah. And so as the mom was talking, I it just had been a while since we talked about it. I went – Oh yeah, I forgot. She was fucked yeah. over. Her life was ruined by divorce. She did not share that at this moment. But, but Memphis knows that. Yeah. And so her life was ruined by divorce. And here she's that's her fear. Yep. And the same thing's gonna happen. And for Memphis, what I really we didn't know she was homeless. So putting all these people I really did like 
even though like everything was okay until Memphis. I don't said, love till the end with the whole prenup thing. No, no, no. But, even though Memphis said, "You're getting to me." Well, that was a trigger. That was yeah. She got triggered, <laughs> and I wanted to be like, "I want." Did they not say something? Show something in the video because I felt like. Had that response was really she said she at said ten like percent. Well, here's what she said. When her mom wasn't coming with that, here's what she said. The mom said, "You know, I think sometimes you get angry, and I'm afraid you're going to be angry with my which son." Just happened. Yes. So, which again, y'all, when you go, it just I'm, Memphis. I have more empathy for her in that she made more sense to me now that I know she was a foster kid. Now that I know that you, she we've was, known that though, but now I'm adding it all together. Right, foster kid, parent of her parent was an addict. Homeless, this woman is so fucking anxious all the time. Right. And now I realize why she wants to control everything in the situation. Right. Control Hamza because she needs to say I call of it. this she wants to she wants a full blown guarantee of a husband. Which I get it, it But you can't make do that right. with a relationship. It doesn't make it right, but I understand her yeah. now. And I go, Oh, this uh, is why sometimes you come off as being so you're you're so you can be so controlling is because you just both of these women both just want to know that the other person is going that their kid is going to be safe but here's where here's where she she's like no you're looking at all this in a negative way i've come through that my thing would be as a person like if i was if i had a child and i'm finding all this out it's not great. Well, but I think that was a good thing for her to say because I th- I'm imagining. I don't know a lot, but it did seem like the mom was was looking at this and like you're damaged goods, right? And I think for Memphis to say, "I've got my degree," like this made me a stronger person to fight through this. But she's breaking the mother-in-law rule, which is don't fuck with your mother-in-law before you get married. No, 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 no. She she did get riled, but I think it. I think her saying that. I, this made me a stronger person, and I was able to get through this. That's actually where his mom started to no right soften because Memphis fell. She's like, "I'm loving." She's like, and then she started to cry and said, "I will never bring him to America and have him get hurt," which is exactly what her mother's fear is. Yep. He'll go to America and get hurt. So now she's crying. Mom's crying. The twins are going, can you not see their tears? Can you not see their I, tears? What do I do? I, my, my thing, what I would just suggest if you're in the situation with the mother-in-law, don't get angry, y'all. Don't tell them. If you, if you get angry, you are resorting to you – you are resorting basically to unleashing on them. Yes. Yeah. It's the, that's the <clears throat> last thing because then people, people turn off. And but you don't become empathetic. You yes. don't become receptive. No, no, not when people get angry. Yeah. So, um, which I feel like Hamza's mom, she bottles everything up. It's yeah. These women are what I was. Well, that's cultural. But what was fascinating to me is that they both go about life completely different. You know, she is bottling everything up. Memphis doesn't. I'm sure she bottles things up, but we see a lot more come out in Memphis mm-hmm. and her get emotional. But they really do want the same thing. And I really do think that I, I left that scene kind of thinking I have a lot of problems with the way Memphis handles Hamza and moves, the, as you said, like moving the goalposts. She moves the goalposts so much on him and and kind of 
Speaks to him like a child. Gas. Well, but more than that, it's like, but she does gaslight him where she, she at the last minute says, okay, well, we had sex. Well, now if you want to, then we can get it married. But that it all, like, I do think that she loves him. And I do think that, so I think there's love. Now, it's not my version of love. What? To talk about what, I couldn't fall in love with somebody I don't I can't even talk right. to. It literally I wrote this. What is it's their just love? Like last week, this is all about communication. So much of the problems would all be solved if they knew if they could all speak the same fucking literal right. language. What is their love based on? I don't know all the particulars. Right. So, but just it seems like I think. Or what do you think? I should ask you. I don't. I don't honestly. If you think about it, we don't know a lot about Hamza. We really don't. No, he is so very I don't, naive. And... I don't know. I think his love is based on uh, fantasies and probably yeah. what he's seen in American movies of America and her. Yep. And like he talks about her body a lot and loving her body and it's her very physical in her body. Yeah. So I think he's almost more like I feel like the, it's a puppy love. I feel like for, for her, he's it's physical as well. She's like he is so hot. So I think that I think hers is physical too. It it so for her I think I think they're in lust with each other. More yeah, than me too. Love. So, but I think her, but I think she's putting on him. What's what I worry about in this relationship? I feel like Memphis and a lot of people do this on Ninety Day Fiance. She's putting all her all. She is actually putting all of her hopes on him. To come over and be this instant family. And to save he, her relationship and he her life. can't even speak the language at all. Like, he can't speak English yeah. at all, and he's going to come to the U.S. So that's just going to be really, really hard for him. And then I think what's going to happen, she's going to end up taking care of him. Yep, 100%. What? And because that's the role she's familiar with. She's got it. She's a, and he's familiar with it. He's used to having a mother. And then in like five years, she's going to resent the fuck out of him, and he's going to feel like she just nags and controls him. Yep. Um, so That's later on, you guys, they are trying on uh, <clears throat> wedding dresses. And this was a fun segment. I did not expect this. In their, it was funny. It, that the, Her and her mother have like – we forgot to say, y'all, They, if you don't watch the show, they walked out of the segment of after they had this conversation. The mom says – it's important to say she says – I understand her. You're more my daughter. Now. Yeah. She said, "My." She said, "You are my daughter now." And she. No, this said, was nice. And the mom said before I forgot to say, but mom said before she left, she said, "I don't think she's a bad person." Yeah. And so they walked off, literally hugging and walking. They did. Of arm in arm. So anyway, yes. So now um, we're looking at wedding dresses. Now, I gotta say, the what the the dresses they tried on, I liked the green one the best. I loved the green one. I think the last one she. Picked was looked cheap. It it to, the green one. Her I disagree. They they uh, Facetime uh, Memphis's mom. Yeah, Deborah. Y'all, she is wrong. That color it's is perfect, perfect on her. Yeah, it I wrote that down. Gorgeous on her. The, I was just like, this oh my, was my biggest with her problem hair with this and segment. Like, it looked gorgeous. <laughs> and the and second one was, was like, I don't like that the one. second one was laughable. But that she couldn't walk. The and third mom dress. Left. The third dress looked like an "I Dream of Jeannie" reject. I thought the third dress looked like a pantsuit that, like, uh, it was very that, like, Elvis. That, like Celine Dion would wear the yes. Golden Globes. Yes, and you it, know the Golden Globes where you can wear a pantsuit. You don't have to wear a dress. But it looked cheap, too. It just it fit her body, but that's it. 
Yeah. It, it, it looked I like I liked I, the grain dress. I like that they that a woman wears pants to a wedding. I and I do I like that it cool. that Memphis is trying to include Tunisian. And so does the mom. The mom said she I yeah. appreciate that too. Um and later it's on It's like you watch this and you go, This relationship might have a chance of working if they knew how to order coffee in the other person's <laughs> language. And y'all, this is why this relationship I think is gonna get no, well. We think they are married now. Because um, she, we think the rumors are she's y'all. Pregnant. This is it's almost like she is bound and determined to sabotage this. Do you totally well, get that? I think that she, when you go through all that trauma in your life in a part, you need to control it. Yeah, you're gonna sabotage it. So she says she's talking. That's about, her pattern. She's talking about the pernerp again, y'all. Yeah, she's trying to get a pernerp. So she's gonna and, meet with an attorney. She's like, I've been busy. I haven't really been able to meet with an attorney. Y'all, she's meeting with attorney two <laughs> days before the wedding. He, she, he's like, did so, we not learn from Chantel who went the day before her wedding? Remember that? Yes, and Bill and, Cosby had it at the <laughs> wedding ceremony. Well, I no, will never forget that. What happened is that Chantel went to like a website and just down, she yes. would download, downloaded like the terminology. It was like a and, Google Doc. And wrote their own burn up. Burn I don't think Memphis can – she could do that in English, but if you probably just stick that in Google Translate, it's yeah. not going to translate well, well. the guy, his name is Matthew, um, and I just don't buy that. I just haven't really had time. It, if, it was, no, if it was important to you, honey. If it was important to you, you would have done it before, uh, honey. So, yeah, she does say – and he's like, when are you getting that. married? And he's, she's like, Monday. And I assume this is on a Friday or a Thursday. And he was like <laughs> – in two months, Monday. She's like, no, Monday. Yeah. Now, no, literally, it's this it's is Saturday. It's like a Friday night. This is interesting. He's like, what assets? She's like, well, I'm trying to build. I'm looking to build a house. So exactly. that's not an a, not not. She's like, I am going to be making more money, and uh, and what was interesting is, I I, I want to know a couple things. Number one, did her her previous marriage? Did she have a problem with her ex? To getting getting half, in other words, mm-hmm. was was that number number one? This is what I kept thinking the entire segment here. Remember, you guys, they if you sign the K one visa, she's responsible. She for is him. responsible I for him for too. ten years. So, what's the point of getting a perner? I wondered that too. What what? Because if they're divorced, even if they do divorce, she is still financially responsible for she's him. Still financially responsible, and he cannot as of this unless he. It's going to take him – he knows no this English. Is, this is why I think this is a little fraudacity. I wondered if it was fraudacity here, too. Here, here's the other thing. Um, that I, think, I was thinking to myself, what a long game Hamza must be playing if he's going to, going to want to di- wait 10 years to divorce her after that. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't think he knows how much money she makes. No, I, they've I, never I, talked about that. But – this for her, you talk about control. This for her is the ultimate guarantee. Yeah, because she needs, she probably, even though it's not real, she has a fear in the back of her yeah. mind. She'll get divorced. He'll take things. She'll be homeless. And this like is, like it goes back to that. And this is, which not, is understandable. And this is not what a pernerp was designed for. No. Prenups are not designed for you're going to get your money back guarantee at the end of a wedding no. or end of your relationship. 
Y'all, use a prenup for if you're going into a relationship with dramatically different means. In other words, someone has a lot more money than you. Unless you also, prenups are used a lot when someone has an inheritance. That's what I, it's exactly what I'm just talking she, about. I just want to use that, Lori, but she doesn't have that. No. We know that because her mom is just now kind of starting to rebuild her life. Right. So there's not there and she doesn't she doesn't know her dad no or or both people are bringing in businesses that they have amassed while separate and i know she has some money because she never answered she just said that she has her this degree. is this has it nothing seemed, this has nothing to do with how much money she has this has everything to do with i don't want him to take what's mine mm-hmm. it is that mentality yeah. It is, and y'all, she, that's why she's not ready for a relationship. Because if you're not ready to share that part of yourself Because I someone, feel like if you're bringing someone over, I would kind of think this, honestly. I would think if I'm bringing somebody over I love to a different country, they're not going to work. They're not, I've got to support them. Maybe I would actually feel like if we divorce five years from now, they should get half. Yeah, amen. Because I'm taking them from their country. But it's that impulse of... He's not getting what's mine, what I've worked for. I would be like, I've got to give up and then work through the marriage. And if we get divorced and I have a million dollars in the bank, they should get $500,000. And this That's is, how I feel. This is what's shitty. She says, I don't want to put my kids at risk. The thing about it is your husband is already paying child support. We think. I imagine he is. He's involved in a lot. Right. So he wouldn't be if he wasn't. That is such a crappy excuse. Well, one, you're doing because, it for you because isn't he the father to one baby? We don't know about the that. Second. Is true. So my, I yeah. think that's a different person. Maybe I thought her. I, you know, I think you're right. I, I think, think you're right. She, yeah, I think yeah. I thought she had the father to one, and then she has a she called. But it's baby like, dad. just say you want to keep your money. Yeah, that's what I think she wants yeah. to say. Um, it's a convenient thing to say. So she's like, okay. It, because I'm sorry, it, this makes her seem really small, and yes. and I do think she has feelings for him, but it really makes her seem just small, um, like protecting an ant hill. Well, it's not gonna happen. I mean, he, the attorney said you could do a postnuptial agreement, yeah. but there's no way to do this. She's he's, again, she makes that face, the Migo poopy face of, Ew, I don't like that. It's so, You're not telling me what I thought I was gonna hear. So then she comes back, and this, I, this is again, this would be fine to do if someone could understand your language. Right. But the fact that she's just gonna say, "Hey, I'm going to a hotel this night," and doesn't she tries to explain to Hamza, but she just tells him slowly again in kids. I need to think. I'm like, please tell me that you like translated this in a phone, and we just didn't see that. No, he doesn't know what to think because she just ups and leaves to go to a hotel, and he's like, "What did I do? What did I say? What's wrong?" Yeah, it's, it's really it's. This is, why, this is why him. I call it colonial stuff. You come in without any consideration of culture, without with only your motives, mm-hmm. and you don't care about what anyone else thinks. You're going to do things your way. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. It's not going to end well. It, and it, uh, so she leaves, and we do see that next week she's going up to uh, – or was it this episode – no, it's next week. Yes, yeah, next week. But y'all, they're already dancing for the wedding, and she's like, can I talk to you? 
it's I kind of can't take my eyes away from it because it's such that's a that's unforgivable. Rate. You can't stop a wedding when they're already dancing. <laughs> well, again, it's mo- she's moving the goalposts yeah. because she has, and yeah, I think you're right. I think it's what is sad about it to me with is is Memphis probably doesn't even see it, but it's just. She's self-sabotaging this because yep. she does not feel lovable and that she's worthy to even do this. Mm-hmm. And that's at the root of all of this, I think, for her. Yeah. It doesn't – that doesn't make up for the fact that this family are her victims of this mess. No, no. I think – yeah, I think she's de- – that's what happens. It's the whole thing of – Renee said it. The consequences also, are the na- same. What's his name from Love Lalu who said it? Um, Indy's – Harry. Harry. Harry said – as we said, hurt people hurt people. Right. And I think that's what's happening. It's time to go to Panama. It is time to go to Panama. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a commercial. Gino, 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 give me your emails. Give me your emails, Gino. Legoland? What is Legoland? Legoland. Yeah. We'll be back, y'all. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy. When it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, 
what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Hey, you working out again? You like, uh, you getting a good sweat on, looks like. You look, you look, you look good when you're doing it. This is the wrong move, Gino. <laughs> this is the wrong move. Isn't it move. weird? Why does he not let her fucking work out? Because he, he did this like the second time. He, it's very Mike behavior, where he's just like, can I just wait around? Yes. Y'all, I dated one who, person who just liked to like sit and watch me do things. Mm-hmm. It drove me fucking crazy. That's your kryptonite. No, people just, it, it's, it's kryptonite for me, for people to just be waste of spaces. I don't. I just. I mean, he already knew this. And so, because we find out, y'all, because when we last saw them, they were dancing. Everything seemed happy. Yeah. Well, well, I have a theory about this. Um, but Jasmine says she got a message. And it was, she said it's from a, 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 a new Instagram, yep. a troll account. They had no followers, but they said, I'm going to put your tits all over the internet. And she said, yeah. you know who it Obviously was. Obviously, it's the ex. Yeah. And we do find out Gino says, we, this is where he admits that his ex is a little uh, vengeful. She's trying to ruin everything. So, um, but, but he trusts her not to post anything, even though he's on the cable, uh, even though he's on one of the world's most popular television shows. I sure. Think, I think, sure, Gino. I think he assumes She's using it for that type of blackmail and just to cause trouble. Um, yeah. But I, he, he probably knows Might the ex. Might want to rethink that. But he knows the ex well enough to know she won't go nuclear with it. Does he? She was with, she was with, him, she was with her for a while. Do we believe Gino? No I'm, no, I'm not saying I believe him. I'm saying that's his rationality. Yeah. But he doesn't explain that to Jasmine at all. And Jasmine is just trying to – she's in fight-or-flight mode because she doesn't want her tits out there on the internet. She, she – y'all, the way she laid out to him in that gym saying, Gino, this is what I'm dealing with. I'm and he could not my even – My job, my family, 
Like, and she said, I'm a teacher. She said, I will definitely lose my job yeah. for this. He could not even be slightly sympathetic. He'll say, well, it's not going to happen. You don't have to really, you don't have to worry about that. And he's, she's like, I just want you to say you're sorry. And he's like, I did say I was sorry. She's like, I want you to know how bad this is. Well, you could always get another job. Oh! When he said that. What? Yeah, you might Can make. Can you imagine? You should do a job with working out. You like that? You might make more money. And I wrote down. I wrote what the fuck. How is it possible for you to say the worst possible thing at the worst possible time every time? Hashtag Gino. That's his talent. That's his talent. You need someone to say the worst thing when it should. That's Gino. That's Gino. He even it's says, like I would, could start supporting you. He's like, they would be, we, we would be at the assassination of Lincoln, and Gino would go, wonder what kind of gun he used. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that Booth fella, uh, that Booth fella really knew his guns. Challenger blows up. I wonder where that rocket's going to land. <laughs> Hope it doesn't. Oh God! I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking of something worse. Uh, don't say it. <laughs> Golly! So still a comedy killer. Uh, Mount St. Helens visits Mount St. Helens. Oh wow! Wonder if people were. Uh, if wonder if people knew what hit them when Mount St. Helens went off. Or they just got ash in the face and that was done. like I said in Seattle. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> um, no one got it. No one got it. <laughs> So Jasmine says, oh, you're going to support me, so you're going to give me $3,000 a month. And Gino responds and says, that's a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> that's, could you get another job? Yeah. So basically said, can you get another job and make less money, and I can give you less money a month? It's so weird. He's so weird the way he thinks. Well, but I'm thinking he's trying not – he's trying to deflect. He's trying to not take responsibility. Yeah. That's what it is. And it's And I wrote down – I can't fucking believe this when that, he, when we said that, and, and then that's where Jasmine explains she's, like she'd be so much better off. She's, she is insulted by him, like you know, being a teacher. She really talks about being part of our identity. She wants like, to do it, like that's her thing. Y'all again, I get that I really felt for her. No, she's went <clears throat> up and down and up and down for me all season. She's only going to go up for me now. I I've. But I've still always enjoyed her. Oh, even yeah. the crazy shit. Oh, yeah. But she's definitely the more, the, the, the more, I don't know, uh, just a better human being than he is. Oh. Like, heads he's, and tails. He's terrible. He's, he's, he and Mike Ugh. are both horrible, gross yeah. people. Yeah. And we're, and so, yeah, whereas, well, that's not a good, because that makes, because I think that. Jasmine is a lot uh, does a lot. I have a lot more respect than I do for him and the way that him and has handled Mike. It's not great, yeah. but with Jasmine, so she's she again, y'all. She just wants him to realize how painful this is. Meanwhile, later on, she y'all. This woman's exhausted, so she's just taking a nap. Are you awake? Mm-hmm. Are you are you? Oh, did I awake you again, y'all? Don't ever ask someone that. Don't ever ask. It's like, how many times has your kid come in and woke you up and said, did I wake you up, mommy? And you want to say, yes, Jimmy, you asshole. <laughs> but you go, no, baby. <laughs> poor, I don't know. My, poor mothers. They mo- never get mother, sleep. Mother Poodle would say, actually, I 
my mother poodle always woke up first because she was an early riser. But uh, when we would go for Christmas morning, was my mother's like, nobody better not come up before 6 a.m. <laughs> and my brother and I would wait to watch the clock at 6 a.m. My mother would already be drinking coffee. Fine. <laughs> oh, at 6 a.m.? Yeah. She, would, she was up. She would never give you, never give you the... Uh, no, we would the never have the satisfaction of waking her up. She was up early. Wow. Yeah. She was, she was ready to go. Um, <laughs> and then my, my father would stumble out at 8 a.m. What I miss? And Christmas is already Christmas done? Christmas is over. <laughs> wow. I'm sure your mother didn't let him... Didn't pull that over his head at all. Missed everything. <laughs> it wasn't his scene. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, he's, she's like, uh, he's like, do you want to go for a walk? And she's like, when I look at you, you know, I just feel resentment. She's, she's, she's where she is right now is she just wants him to hear her, why she's upset, and he is arguing with her about the way Here she feels. Here and validate her pain. That's all she wants. He is consistently arguing with her about why she shouldn't feel a certain way. It's true. And she's always, Gino, Gino, I look at myself the day I met you. I look like shit. My eyelashes were beautiful. My lips were beautiful. My nails were beautiful. I look well, beautiful. Now well, I look like shit. Let's get you some new eyelashes then. We'll, put a, we'll paint them on. Look like, uh, you know, we'll do that. You'll look like that rabbit in Bambi. You know, the girl rabbit. Motherfucker. <laughs> Y'all, that is what he said. I, Again, I screamed. I, I think a lot of it is Gino. I mean, um, Gino's a narcissist, y'all. Gino doesn't feel empathy for people. No. We've seen, like, we've the rumors that we've heard about, like, him with uh, sugar babies, sugar babies, and all that. I'm not a sugar baby, y'all. That gets confirmed because she says I'm not a sugar baby, and that's where Gino says I uh, did at one time. I did uh, pay women to spend time with me, um, but not anymore. Not anymore. I believe after this segment, I mean, maybe I'm dumb for thinking it. I believe Jasmine 100% loves Gino. Mm-hmm. 100%. I totally agree. I don't think there's any other. I think maybe I she would like to live. from the beginning. I didn't know at first. I didn't know. But I think she 100%. Like, I thought it was at first. I thought it was like she just wanted someone to control. And I think there's that's no, a but, part of her. But I think that she. That's love for her. I, well, but I think she genuinely looks at him in her life and thought. I can have a safe, wonderful life yep. with this man who's maybe not, like she said, not the best looking, but we'll have our somewhere that's green. Yeah. She's an Audrey, y'all, and she didn't that, get Rick Moranis. <laughs> she got Gino. <laughs> she got Mr. Mushnick. <laughs> she got the plant. She got the, yeah. She got the fucking dentist. You know dentist. what? At least the plant got a big dick. Uh, famous playboy. <laughs> She got mushnick. That old plant. That's a nice stamen. <laughs> stamen. It's a pistol. The pistol oh, is it's the... Oh, a pistol. What's the stamen? I believe that's the female reproductive part. Oh. The, the pistol is the male. Oh, there you go. I believe. I could be mistaken. That's true. So... Don't you remember all those crazy things from bio? Yes, I do. Not really. No. <laughs>
what Miss Coley and I would talk about episodes of Designing Women. <laughs> She'd just give you points on your test. <laughs> no, not like Miss Harris. Um, so, but she said, um, so she, yeah, she said, I'm not one of your sugar babies. And then she it, immediately, she looked at Gino and she said, Gino, show me your email. No, before it's, show me, show me your, your mail. mail. Yes. And he goes, show me your email. But suddenly Gino learned Spanish. She goes, okay. <laughs> And she says, show me your email. And, and then he like looks at it. She's like, don't delete shit. <laughs> yeah, because he goes, mm. yeah, she's like, give me. She goes, if I've been, if he's been lying, I'll find it. So he, she's like, what is this? Now, Gino is sitting there while she's doing this. And it looks like, like how would you describe his reaction? <laughs> it's just, that's pretty good. Although you can tell he's physically sick to his stomach. Yeah. Physically sick to his stomach. And then suddenly she says, what is this shit about Legoland? Legoland. Legoland, Gino. And I've got to say, y'all, it looks like he's saying it was six years ago. It's an email from 2014 and he went with his ex. But for for Jasmine, one lie means everything is a lie. Because she says, you told me you went to Disneyland in that place in Branson and that you told, or whatever. She's like, you told me you went to two places, Gino. And he's like, I, Gino, I agree with Gino. How am I supposed to remember where yeah. I went six years ago? You can't ago? remember where you went last month. No. No. We're, I think, were we in Phoenix yesterday? I don't remember. So, I think they had that little, the Phoenix Tower or whatever. <laughs> anyway, so, but the, you're right. It's not about this. And Gino says, how the fuck am I supposed to remember six years ago? And Gino is trying to, he thinks he has the upper hand and he, that she's being, and she is right. being ridiculous looking at an email from six years ago, but she's only, this is what I say a lot of times on the show. Women who act crazy and Jasmine is fucking, she's crazy she's about nuts. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but. Often women act crazy because, or quote unquote crazy, or but I'm just saying women get that crazy label because men don't acknowledge their pain and their hurt and, right. and completely gaslight their and they emotions. act out and they're it. acting out. Mm -hmm. No, I 100 percent agree with you, y'all. He gets up and leaves, and there's just a sad chair laying on the ground. <laughs> um, I know we said I was going to talk about. Uh, Mike and Amanda, but it's a longer segment, so I think we can do Kim and Usman next. Okay, I will say he calls her a fucking idiot. Oh, that's right. He goes, he says it's over. Yeah, he's like, I'm done, done. You're not done because no one else will have you. No one else will have you. No, no one else. You don't have to pay. Yeah. Sorry, Jasmine. Sorry. So it's Sorry. time for a little Kim and Usman. Yo, yo, what? yo. It's been a rough last couple of days. <laughs> Been a rough I mean, I'm confused. He said he had sex. He told me he loved me. No. Um, he told me that apparently Zara is not a song about all the Zaras. <laughs> it's not about all the Zaras. And it's just oh, in the world. I'm like, how are you so naive that you believe this? That you believe that when he said Zara is about all of the Zaras. No. And, no. And I said this at the live show. This was a real whiplash moment for me. Because it happened quickly. And it's almost like she was waiting, like we were talking about uh, Memphis. She was waiting for a moment to it's sabotage, sabotage. Yeah, it's her own relationship. Y'all, so we've all done this. Or Dar This is what Darcy does. Yeah. 
And it's almost like if there's no complete control in it for her, and especially if, if everything doesn't work out ex- just to her precision. It makes sense. Someone like Memphis, and her, she has, has had no father. She's been homeless. She doesn't trust people. Yeah. I don't fucking blame her with the life that she had. Right. We don't know Kim's life. Well, what but she, whatever happened in Kim's life, Kim doesn't trust people. No. But what you should do instead of going halfway around the world for love is pay a motherfucking therapist to talk you through some of it. Well, to talk you through, but you there are points where when you get into relationships, all that shit, that all the experience comes up when you're not talking about it, but you're experiencing it. You kind of have to jump into a relationship and say, I trust you. I'm going to trust you. Right. And if I get hurt, then that's the casualty of love. Right. Because if you're in it, if you're, kiss a casualty of love. That sounds like a song from the 80s. A casualty of love. Sounds like a Huey Lewis Lewis song. Casualty of love. I'm going to go down on a road. I'm not going to hit that person because that would be a casualty of love. It does sound like a song, casualty of You're love. You're just a casualty of love. Huey Lewis had a big dick. That's the that is the B side to Power of Love. The, the, yeah, Casualty of casualty Love. Casualty of Love. That's a casualty of love. This is where Just I was. saw the ambulance go by to take you. You're a casualty <laughs> of love. Wow. Gonna need to go to the hospital. <laughs> Fade I'm out. Done. Fade out. I'm done. <laughs> Boy, I wish I had a saxophone. Just pull it out like Lisa Simpson. We do need to have that as a prop. We do. Do you play saxophone? I can. They say it's easy to learn. Uh, clarinet and saxophone are the easiest wind instruments. Um, saxophone is one of the hardest at a uh, upper level. level. Yeah, it's the hardest thing is that's all. That's all um, of the technique is easy, but the tone is really hard in the clarinet. Yeah, so that's why you hear clarinet people like young clarinetists going. Mm-hmm. It's a hard thing. Flute is very hard too. I was a natural flute player, as my wind wind instructor told me, because my sardonic smile was already ready. Wow. Wow. He's like, you could have a career playing the flute, my son. Well, he which sounded gross, like he wanted to fuck me. Well, he didn't know you end up. You've been playing the skin flute proficiently <laughs> since I was fifteen. Proficiently. All right. Anyway. So, all the stars in the world. Anyway, <laughs> so she calls her friend Vanessa and she's like, hey, girl, hey. And so, Kim, y'all, Kim, bless her heart, she didn't sleep last night because her bag, she looks oh. like a hound dog. Her now, bags are so. Before big. she gets into this, I want to say this. He starts the way her, her kind of road, he's like, so. It was easy. It was. It wasn't easy for me to get to be his girlfriend. It's like then we had sex, and then we like, and he's like, and then I was trying to figure out what to go from there. Now the issue here is there. She's still obsessed with the fact that they had sex, and and I wrote down it was all about for her the confidence that this man found her attractive enough to bone. That's what see. That's I saw what it, it was for her. I saw it a different. I mean, I I agree with that. I think, but what I saw it is, 
she kept telling herself, I think somewhere down deep, and she says this at the end, she's known all along Uzwan doesn't love her. Yeah. She said, she admits that. I think she was in this and thinking, okay, he said, I know he doesn't really love me, but if I can just go over and see him, mm-hmm. maybe then he'll fall in love with me. If I can just get him to have sex, right. then he'll fall in love with me. All the things that he's done that she's coerced him to do, he's done, and he still doesn't love her. Yeah. And she knows it. And so the, she's using this Zara thing. This woman that he dated when they began, y'all, he didn't cheat on her at all. No! He didn't lie to her at all. You don't tell people when you were casually dating someone. No. Now, her Vanessa does make a good point. Says, does he sing a song about somebody that he was... Does he make a song about somebody well, he wasn't really interested in? And she goes, okay, that hurt. <laughs> that hurt. Exactly. <laughs> that really hurt. Yeah, that really hurt. <laughs> but okay. But that that, that, you kept the real girl, and that's why I love you, but fuck. <laughs> fuck, that hurt. That hurt. That really, <laughs> that really hurt. But she says, she lays it out. It was five. So I think, I yes, I agree with you. But I do think it's that she kept thinking, once I get to here, yeah. it's the same adage of, of somebody saying, let's get married and our problems will work out. Let's yeah. have a baby. Let's have a baby. Yeah. And it didn't happen. Do you think, though, when she's talking to um, this, when she's talking about the friend and uh, – do is it is it okay? I think it's completely okay. Why is she so upset about the fact that Zara? Why couldn't she say, "Yeah, that was the one who I used to date, but you are my now." Yes, the song was about someone I because he wrote the song maybe six weeks before he wrote Kim. Yeah, I, so I don't I, know if it's lost in the translation or the way he speaks. But they he, speak perfect English, but not does. not the, like the trans, but just the the formality of how Usman speaks English. Yeah. Sometimes it didn't. It, he did. It is colonial it. British English. Yes, he yeah. did not explain it well. No, and and so well, he's a master at that because yeah. the more details you have, the more you can pin him down. Because could he? Yes, I should go. I should backtrack and say, from what Usman is telling us, I don't think he really cheated on Kim. No, do I think Usman's not telling us everything? A hundred percent. He never does. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. So this is when. This is this whole section. The whole section later on, they are. He's. She's like. He's gonna do something really romantic and big. Really big. Prove now. Gotta do it big. Now this is when I went. I'm done with you. When she said that, I went. Oh, this is all. This is this. This, this is, is something you need. But this is this, well. No, it's it's horrible. And she again in her mind. Uh, in her mind of feeling unlovable, she's like, if he does something big, that'll prove that he loves me or that'll make him love me more. Honey, he's just not that into you. Read the book. And it's just like – Read that book. But, y'all, that's why she's acting like – that. she's acting like – he was the one who who ruined all of this, and then she's giving him a chance. We even said this at our last show. He, she will go back to him because oh. he'll say something nice. Yes, yes, she for for sure will go back to him. I don't believe, even though he says safe flight. I don't believe this is the end. No, no, no. Yeah, because he doesn't. He's not in love with her. No, 
He's biding his time. He needs her money to to make money. Yep. He needs her to get ahead. He needs her. So it's almost as if Usman is aware of the transactional relationship and he gets offended when Kim says it's not a transactional relationship, <laughs> even though she knows it's a transactional yep. relationship. Yep. But she's putting her. There's a dog there's barking. A dog, she's putting her American ideas yep. of relationship on this, which is very common on this show. Which is very So later they meet by the pool and Usman's going to try to be calm. And she sits down and she's like, I feel like everything was bullshit. And she said, <laughs> why did you bring me down here to shoot a video about another woman? And Usman responds and he says, I didn't beg you to be here. And good move. He, which Kim said, <laughs> it, it's. No, I'm saying. No, no, it's no. Hard, it's hard to, to fight that. No, it's hard to it's fight. Hard to, she said, well, I didn't know I was going to have to beg for all of this from you. And here's a deal where. If it was a normal relationship, but it's not, I see where it is by no means a normal, a normal relationship. I see where in Kim's rationale, I see where she's coming from, and she is right. Usman has not done. She asked him, he said "Have you that. done anything for me when I was here?" And he said, "Nothing." The same. But he doesn't. She doesn't realize that culturally, where he's right. coming from, he doesn't think that's a where his culture comes. And a man and a, a woman a is one hundred percent submissive. She's already it's already a gift that he's allowing her to right. be there. Right. She doesn't see that though. Now, even more so though, she's basically saying. Uh, uh, he said, uh, you, she's like, we, could, we should be progressed so far from where we are now. So, again, this is her timeline. And remember, y'all, she came to Africa as a potential. As a potential. Only as a potential. Then she became a girlfriend. But I thought was shitty in the way she did is she took his Soja Boy necklace back. Oh, this was – she's like, let me see your necklace. And we found out – it, it literally – that's what so – You don't shitty. know what I had to do to get this. She tells that I did this because I loved you. I paid $45. They took it back so it could be back on your <laughs> it birthday. It was overseas. Speaking of birthday, y'all, I didn't mention this, but I did find out on Instagram. Kim and I have the same birthday. <laughs> born on March 12th. I mean, it's hilarious. So – but that said – I can understand her because if we're going to use a little bit of astrology, and I'm kind of buying into astrology stuff, um, it is all Pisces are sensitive dreamers. This relationship for her, it's all, if I go, this is all, like she said, I don't know what's going to happen. We break up this relationship. It's been 24-7 for me. And I'm like, because that's called a fantasy. And that's what that's called an you obsession. have done. Yeah. That's called a not real relationship. Yeah. And, but that's how she is seen in this. All do you do you notice when she and, says? But, oh, hold on, I just want to say this. When she y'all, if you didn't watch the show, she takes the Soulja Boy necklace back from him. She talks about all the things she did, and granted, he's done none of those type of loving no. things at all. And even when she's been here on the days off, he hasn't planned a dinner for her. He has given well. Her, he, they went to the spice place. And he they, didn't take her that. Yeah, he's hardly giving her anything. But instead, she says, "I'm keeping this necklace that I gave you as a gift until." You can prove to me. So she yet she now she's extorting. Now she's making it transactional, yep. but she's saying it's not transactional. And at one point, this is the this is the worst thing she does at the end. She's like, "You need to figure it out." She puts everything on him, and which basically ends the communication because she's done everything in the relationship yeah. to make it a relationship, and now she feels she, but she really is. 
She's in the same cycle. She's in a shame cycle because she same realizes her same spiral. spiral same spiral. She realizes she created this and she forced this, and then it's not going to work out, and she feels stupid. So she wants him now to fix this. And when he laughs at her face, she throws her water on him because she feels like it's not. She needs to do that about, at the end of a scene. It's not her past <laughs> relationships that are triggering her. It's because. She feels like people are going to laugh at her for how stupid she was. She's been right. And he just laughed in her face. And she feels and she's stupid. Like, my ex-husband came home with like lipstick and like all kinds of girls' numbers all it's the time. It's not about that. It's that she feels laughable and he laughed in front of her. Yeah. Now, near the end, he says, fine, safe flight. And yeah, because they fight again. And they fight again. She's and- like, oh, whoa, whoa. Yo, man. <laughs> Yo, man. He said safe flight. Now – Apparently, you, that's the trigger. That's the ending of relationships. Did you see what she said at the end? It's gonna be really hard to move move on from Usman in my life. I'll never date again. I'll, yeah, I'll never She's date gonna again. become a salt wife, y'all. She's gonna sit on that lighthouse and look at the gulls. Just listen look at to the puffins. Just listen to Michael Jackson songs. <clears throat> just waiting for them to come in the water from the water. Watching the jellyfish swim in the brine. <sighs> Cause she's a casualty of love Casualty of love Oh, she's a casualty of love That's the fucking show I can't do this stupid shit anymore Close it out, I'm playing the saxophone to fade out You can find us at Reality Day Stop! Be quieter. <laughs> RealityGaze.com. It's not just for porn anymore. You can find us on Instagram at RealityGazePodcast. You can find us on Twitter at RealityGazePod. <laughs> Come see us live. You can find all of our tour dates on RealityGaze.com. Yo. We call these people lonely hearts because we all aren't we all out there. Well, aren't we all lonely hearts out there in the world? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Finish it, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. And if you've ever done an extended saxophone solo. <laughs> To a Huey Lewis <laughs> the News song, Carlos. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.